Dramatica Analysis of Call Me By Your Name, recorded April 13th, 2021, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. Welcome to uh, the Dramatica Users Group. Tonight, we're going to analyze the film Call Me By Your Name, uh, 19, uh, 2017 film, I believe it is. Um, so if I can share my screen, I will bring up the Dramatica program and we can start right in. So let's uh, get a real quick one line description of the, the, overall, the overall story, the big picture. What's going on there? What's it about? Anybody? Keep it short. <laughs> Well, a young man has to deal with uh, his libido when a male stranger interns at his mother's house. Okay. Um, broaden it just a little bit so that it's more overall as opposed to something that sounds more like the main character. Um, everyone has to deal with a young man's discovery of his libido. <laughs> Boy, that, that sure sounds like the main character again. <laughs> in, I mean, what, el what else is going on in this movie other than the main character's libido? There is a the lot. The archaeology. Okay, right. There's an archaeologist or there's archaeology. Um, who are the other characters in this story? Mom and dad. Okay. This, no, but... The, but not don't say mom and dad because then you're putting right, it up. Okay, so it's the arch archaeologist and his wife. Okay, and his assistant, his the writer. Pardon? The writer that he hires to help with the writing. Oh, an intern. He's an intern. He's essentially an intern, right? An intern, intern. right? Okay. Okay, and they are in what? Where are they located? Northern Italy somewhere, maybe Bergamo, or Shia Bergamo. Yeah, they're in Italy. Okay, and what are they doing? Spending the summer. Doing? I mean, he's in this, okay, this intern is coming to intern doing what? Right, but Marcia is also just there spending the summer, so it's almost like... It's like the... The summer, the environment, all the trees are like a character. Um, well, okay, that's getting a little too specific, and that's really kind okay. Of, sorry, that's really not what the story is about. I don't think it's about the trees. Okay, so there is a an archaeologist and his family are in uh, spend a summer in in, um, in northern Italy with the help of a. Um, is he American or he is American? He's American. He is American. Uh, an American intern. And so whose book was it? I thought it was the Oliver's book that they were getting the professor to give notes on, or was that backwards? It, it was reciprocal. Yeah. So so he Oliver was interning to help the professor with his his diggings and 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 cataloging and stuff like that. Um, and the professor was to help um Oliver with his his thesis or whatever it was for his next uh, uh, step up in the academic world. 
I mean, isn't it kind of like the summer session almost, like summer scholarship and all the people that are. Yeah. <clears throat> like a PhD student comes to help a professor yeah. for the summer in Italy in the topic of archaeology. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> and, I've, and there's, I, I don't know how else do you include the people that are interested around that, like the girlfriend, Marisa, and all that. I, I think that's part of the MC, is what I'm thinking. Like his sexual awakening is yeah. includes those girls yeah. and it's part of the MC through line. That's my that's where, where my head is right now on that. Yeah. And that? I don't think the professor is American. <coughs> was. Are we talking about? Is he's not? It, 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 is your professor in this line the um, Oliver or the dad? The dad. Yeah, um, he's not American, is he? He is. He's, okay. he's part American, yeah. That, that at least according to the description of him. There you go. Okay, we're done. Is this is and this then, a guy's world film? Because the mother says, "Oh, what were you talking about?" When she's there in the garden or something, and they rattle off something they weren't talking about. I'm not sure. I understand what you're asking, Bridge. <laughs> to be fair. Oh, oh, okay. It seems like well, the mother. They were they were talking about they were telling him well maybe you should have given it a try you know she was ready for it type conversation at the table and so then the mother is over in the garden saying what are you guys you know what are you talking about you know want to oh. be part of the conversation and then they go ahead and tell yeah. her something that they didn't say so and, I, I picked up the, this was a guy's world film and the they oh. are who um. The his father, his uh, the intern, and uh, the 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 young man. Okay. Um. Uh. You know, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Uh, that might okay. be. If that is, that would be something thematic. But that certainly is a little more uh, not really in this particular area. So I just okay. finished here. An American professor and his family are joined for the summer in Italy by a good-looking intern. Uh, I could just then say hijinks ensue, but that would kind of give it the wrong. <laughs> I like how you worked good looking intern in there. Well, it, I think that's important because that's part of where the tensions come from. Um, all right, so who do we have for our main character? Elio. Elio? Yeah. And uh, any other potential main characters, or is that everybody pretty much consensus on Elio? Elio. Uh, Elio. Elio. Okay. And how about our influence character or obstacle character? Oh, let me. Oliver. 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 Yes. They do let you know who the names are because of the nature of this particular uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> movie, <laughs> uh, the title, et cetera. Um, yeah. Okay, and what is the nature of the relationship between Elio and Oliver? Platonic. <laughs> Platonic? To wow. I don't know. No, I think it was, it was Greek. It was Greek. <laughs> says otherwise. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but that's so right on about the archaeology and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, it's all about it's, the beautiful sculptures of men. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just, you know, 
I signed up for a gym membership while I was watching the movie. <laughs> when I was growing up, my mother well, had all these books on mythology and you know, I was reading them all. Right. I saw you definitely the thematics have a lot to do with, you know, male attractiveness and <clears throat> and archaeology and and with you know the, the yeah. Young men in the movie. Um, okay, so the relationship it's is... It's a love story. I think it's a budding romance. It's a joke, right? Yeah, love oh, story. Of course. It's a total love story. Um, it's, you know, lust and love and young men. Okay, that works. All right, so let's start answering some of these questions about the main character. Main character resolved, change or steadfast. How do, do we see Elio going through a fundamental change and being a different person by the end of the story? Or is he fundamentally the same character at the end as he is at the beginning? And how do we know? And I feel like he's a change character because he um, like embraces his feelings in the end. I guess like he's. It seems like he's having trouble with that in the beginning. And, and, like, and also expressing them around. too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I second that. Yeah, he seems a little repressed at the beginning. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody on board with that? Then let's, yep. let's go forward with that. Okay. Main character approach. So does Elio, is he a doer or a beer? Does he prefer to change the world around him to conform to his um, issues? Or does he prefer to change himself to adjust to his environment? I think he's a doer. And my argument is that, um, especially early in the movie, when he wants to be a conform to what he thinks society wants. He takes, uh, I think it's Marzia at that point, he takes Marzia to go skinny dipping in the lake. Um, and then even like kind of right after that, he sneaks into Oliver's room and puts his swim trunks on his head and sniffs them. And those strike me as doer moments early in the movie. I would say I agree in doer and, and, and the other examples I would say is that um, while he's waiting for Oliver, he takes out his sexual frustration by having sex with Marzia. Um, he moves away from Oliver when Oliver touches him at the volleyball uh, uh, thing. Um, and um, he calls his mom to pick him up at Clouson station when he's feeling bad. Um, he puts his hand on Oliver's crotch when he, and then asks if this is offending. Um, he imitates by putting the Jewish star on the chest. Um, and then also when his mom notices it, he covers it up with his sunglasses. And I would add to that, that he also acted by actually speaking. He said the words instead of dying. Instead of what? Instead of dying, the whole scene was about, yeah. do I speak or do I act? Or do I die? Do I speak? Do I tell you what's on my mind or do I die? Take it to my grave. And he spoke, he acted. He told Oliver that he wanted him to know what he was thinking. Yeah. Okay, everybody, everybody good with that? I have yeah. 
one detail thing, which is I think when he calls his mom at the station that it's really about his emotion at that point. Like, I think he's getting her to come because he's crying. I think he's really shifted. I think he's really a beer almost entirely by that point. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, it's not a, it's not a leap of faith change. It's a character being changed over time. Yeah. But besides that, I mean, it's a detail and that's, that's the end of the movie and it, it's almost not worth arguing because his trajectory is so clear. Right. And of course, the, by the end, you know, when you see him not only in the scene with his father, when his father is, you know, being very open and, and um, uh, accepting. Accepting. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to say forgiving, but that's the wrong word. Um, accepting. Uh, and then also, even at the end, after that, um, when he finds out about about uh, Oliver, yeah, you know, he is he just he you know he lets it sort of go through him and and processes it as opposed to um, you know doing something. You know, he just bees. <laughs> that's why it was really important that you did see the end because it kind of is important (laughs) yeah that scene is really it's not only is it great it reminded me of George Clooney doing that at the end of um, Michael Clayton yeah yeah exactly and I just found it was so incredibly natural and how he just starts with the tears and goes through the whole thing and ends up very okay and yeah, I thought Timothy Chalamet was terrific in this. Yeah, yeah, pretty amazing. Okay, um, can gonna... I ask? Can I ask one question? It, sure. It's his mother that read the story to him, right? That yeah. what? Yeah, his mother would read a story to him. It oh yes. Okay, so would that play into the ending at all? You know that he called her. No, no, I don't okay, think so. I think the story was a way to get him to that point where it describes it's the pardon my French, but the shitter get off the pot, you know. Mierd, <laughs> mierd, um, get off the uh, pot. Yeah. Well, actually, they're in Italy, so whatever. <laughs> the Italian for that is good point. Um, but but I mean that's that's where the you know. Um, speak or die that kind of thing and and I think that was the that was the relevance to it is it was it it was a way to give voice to that that really important decision you know um and uh, so I think that was the relevance of that of the story that his mother told him it was a for him to express what he kind of what was going on and then so that it could be interpreted by us and obviously by Oliver. Um, okay, I'm going to skip the main character problem solving style for the moment um, and go to the story driver. Does do actions drive decisions or do decisions drive actions? And please give an example or two or three or four. <laughs> and the, this was really hard for me. Like I feel like Oliver coming to to 
into his world was would be like a an action but at the end it's almost like he has a conversation or the uh, main character has a conversation with his dad and i don't know if that's really that, remember this is about the overall story yeah um, so what i mean the final action is the phone call, the phone call. Yeah, the so is it because he's receiving that phone call or is it how he's choosing to behave in response to the phone call? Is that, I don't think he's choosing to behave. Uh, is, well, if, if this is about an overall story about an intern being in Italy, it ends when great. he takes the train home. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's, yeah. that's the bookend. Okay. Good point. Okay. And the what, we're rem what we see in the latter part is the completion of the, re the relationship through line and the denouement of the main character and influence character through lines. Um, because they, they satisfied all three of them, the overall story was pretty much over, which is why it felt like it was over and they you know, went to black. It's now like, okay, the story is over. Now let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on. And then we actually are, rather than this, left hanging with guessing where those all fell out they were very explicit and gave us the answers, which was quite nice and wrapped it up well. Um, okay, so that's two. What about, what other actions change things? Well, the discussion at the World War I statue, I think, when he announces how he feels. Yeah. Bicycle, right? Yeah, where he says, I want you to know. Um, the bicycle, right? That's a, that's a, a little gray. I think the isn't the isn't it the the note he receives? Isn't that the note the, back the response? Yeah, that's saying grow up. You, you know, there's you can you can tell the the acts are the first mm -hmm. act is in the relationship particularly is where it's really unclear what's going on there, there there seems to be an attraction but is there really i don't know the second act is the okay he does guess i does he doesn't like me and i guess i'll just you know get my dollies out with the girls and there's sort of some jealousy thing going on there and then which turns into hey let's get together and go at it full bore you know full bore but really quiet and then we have the final one which is you know full-on total intimacy that gets sort of chopped off you know abruptly because the time is up right. um, and uh but it, you know the 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 thing that seems to switch it um, between the second and third, I'm not sure if it's it's the note that he gets back or if it's the, you know, one one of them sees the other with the girl, you know, one of the girls, I don't know, there was just something, it just seemed like there was a, a, a specific event that happened that, that kind of triggered that. I'm just trying Can to- Can I ask something? That, that massage that he gave him on his shoulder, could that be one of the actions that moves? No, that was that one was, to two. That was, that was at the tennis game, tennis match, right? Or the right the volleyball. That was the first indication that he was basically telling him, "I'm interested." And Timothy was at that point, and not Timothy, 
Elio was at that point too um, confused to and to react to it and respond to it the way that his he you know he's too he too conflicted. He wanted to, but he didn't want to, and so that's an action, right? I mean, right. That... that didn't change the direction of the overall story. Okay. okay, that was part of really part of the relationship. I feel like okay. we're going to end up having okay. a slide bump. Okay, slide overall right. story. Okay, I got to Yeah, but Patricia, okay. it's more like a point of attack. It, for it that. feel like that. Yes, it feel like a slide bump slide. <clears throat> Okay, so Chris, for these action action moments, then I had a difficulty of knowing, like, am I not supposed to look at the main character line? So I just wrote a bunch of active like this. Can I mention some of these and go through to see if they apply to the action driver? Oh, I know. Yeah, I I, I just remembered you just by you saying that completely made me think of it. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Good. We'll hit it. Go for it. No, as I say, you know, the parents leaving. That's that's clearly one of the big transitions. Because with the parents gone, then they had, you know, free reign at that point. They could do whatever they wanted. But didn't the they parents, have sex when the parents were there? Pardon? Didn't they have sex in the house when the parents yeah. were there? Yes, yes. But okay. it but it's shifted between the third and the fourth signpost when the parents wasn't that pretty much when they were gone, and then it just sort of slid right into them him the going away party, so to speak. When were they gone? I, yeah, I don't think the parents left. Yeah, I don't remember the parents oh, they were being gone, gone for the night or whatever it was. They, it was they were they didn't they go away or something or was that? No, something? I think they 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 said goodbye to their friends Sunny and Cher and then went to bed. Right. Oh, I see. Okay. And then and then it was like past midnight and everyone was asleep and they. Oh, were this asleep. is this is the follow up to see you at midnight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's no, it was it was the note. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So go ahead, Jill. I'm sorry. No, that's no problem. So, um, like the act of uh, sleeping with a girl that he's jealous when he's jealous, or the act of having sex under his no, male statues. Does that account for any of the? Um, I'm not. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. That's okay. Just mute it. No, just mute it. There you go. Um. So, uh, I guess what, what, what is the tra- what happens? You know, what is the transition from when to what? Ah, uh, yeah. I should have gone back and looked at when it happened in the scene because the act of receiving a message and then the act of you know. Uh, well, it was it, it the him? See him leaving the message isn't the wouldn't be the action because he's been trying to get at that point he's been trying to get uh, Oliver to you know respond and Oliver is mm-hmm. just sort of playing games and not really doing that and then suddenly there's a message that says meet me at midnight that is a that's a, a change of direction suddenly now where it was. Um, seeing seemingly single-sided, it is uh, more um, more uh, reciprocal. Moves into a new phase. I guess that's it. But of course, I think the other part was the trip. Isn't that that's another one? The, the, they go on the three of them go on a trip. Yeah. To, yeah. Um, see the uh, they what they find in the sea. Yeah. Or the lake, or whatever it is. 
the expedition. Yeah, I think that's I think that's one of the transitions is the oh we need to go on a trip. Okay, guys, let's all go on a trip. And it's it's isn't that the one where that sort of switches from what where it's yeah like from the is that the between the first and the second act? I think so because like that's when like he goes from like let's let's make a truce and I think it's the moment where they do that that really changes changes things for them. Right. And the handshake. Yeah. Right. The the handshake with the statue. Right. Yeah. I think As compared to the handshake with Marsha later the, on. Yeah, that's definitely the the a transition. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is the note the midpoint? Or Sonny and Cher coming in the midpoint? Yeah, like I think that I don't think Sonny and Cher are really, they're just color. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's the note is the midpoint. Okay. That's that's, yeah. that's the thing that basically changes it from the before the note and after the note. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As Mike was so, saying, it seems that at least in the relationship, it seems to be a slide bump slide. So there's a yeah, major transition at the middle of the story. Right. Um, but isn't there something maybe with the intimacy or the sexuality that maybe is that act break that we're missing? Well, I think that's where it, it goes from being muddled and, yeah. and mixed signals to, okay, they're both on the same page. And, and, and it starts off, you know, slowly, but it moves pretty quickly. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what between him, there's him leaving and there's the note. Is it maybe when he, um, oh no, his mom picks him up right when, they, right when he leaves, right? Right when everyone leaves. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I just think that that's, generally speaking, that's where it is. Remember, these aren't, the, yeah. the, the drivers, even if it's an action, it doesn't have to be a moment. It can be a, right. A, a, <laughs> a process. Of, a of it could be a process, you know, just like the decision or deliberation. Those both work. Um, action, unfortunately, we use a, the word action for both the singular as well as the process, <laughs> in, in English at least. I mean, I feel like the whole thing about the trip to the lake where they find the statue is that retrospective actively you can sort of see that it's the dad endorsing the two of them becoming friends and so it changes that he misses his relationship he misses his rendezvous with marcia uh and they you know they all splash around in the water and get to know each other a little better so that does feel like but again it's it's so minimal right well, the whole thing, the whole thing is very minimal and very, very minimal, yeah. yeah, it doesn't, it, it doesn't have the high drama or the high, you know, it, it's played low key. So, yeah. but I think, I think it certainly, if you look at it in terms of the intern's arrival and the intern's departure really is the, are the two, you know, signposts one and having the opening event, the closing event, then that, that, you could we could probably go through watching the movie and put, figure out okay here's where the here's where the middle turns yeah. are but it definitely seems to be an action driven yeah so um i just looked at it real quick and and the halfway point is <laughs> is when he's he's massaging after the uh, after the nosebleed 
Mm. And then immediately after that is when is is it, and 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 uh, Oliver says, "I hope I didn't. I'm not the cause of this nosebleed." Right. Um, but then that's when Oliver starts giving him the cold shoulders after the massage. After Elio first starts rubbing Oliver back on the shoulder, um, and that's when he gets called the traitor, and that leads quickly to the whole note and the cold silence issue. So I think you're right about it being a process. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it just seems that seems that sequence seems to be the transition from the exploratory to the cold shoulder, then to the um, sex, and then and then romance. (laughs) So, Chris, in defining that, you're saying that that series of actions defines a process of action. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's those event those um, action events collectively is what what it's kind of like rather than turning a corner, mm-hmm. it's like going over a hill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like you know it's not like going over a pyramid where you're going up and then you're going down. It's going over a, a rounded hill. So that way, it, you at some point you're across but you can't really see it necessarily is it's not so obvious um all right let's move on to the story limit is does the story limited by a time lock a fixed amount of time or a deadline or an option lock a fixed number of options or a, a specific amount of space Oliver leaves, and then Oliver also gets engaged. Um, well, what? How? Yeah. A, a time lock is a very specific amount of time. So the question is, how much time is it? At what? Either how much time, or what is the exact deadline, date, and time? Do the characters have to know that there is a certain amount of time? Do they all have to know that? Well, or can they find that out at the end? We have to know it. And usually characters are the ones that let us know it, but they don't have to, but we do as an audience. So I would ask you as audience members, what was the deadline specifically not saying, oh, the, you know, the end of the summer, because I did it. Well, earlier when the intern is there for six weeks, six weeks. Yeah. I think this is a six it's only brought up one other time. Time is only brought up one other time, which is he's going to need three days up in northern Italy near Bergamo. So why don't they spend some time? Our two kid, the two kids, spend some time up there. It's it's also mentioned on the late at night on the porch when he says we wasted so much time. Oh yeah, we wasted so many days. But it doesn't say how you know how many days. You know, and how much time is right. left? No, I mean that's no, the nature, that's the nature of with time. A, a time, You might say it's six weeks, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily a time lock. That just means it happens over a period of time. But that's not what if it if he got extended two weeks, would that have changed the 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 meaning of the story? No, no. and that's that's the thing is the t- the lock part of it, the limit is the thing that is important because it says this is, when you reach this, the the climax, the crisis point in the story must occur. What's um, tricky, what's, so think, go ahead. I was just gonna say, this reminds me a lot of Ex Machina, you know, where it's it's just kind of set up in the beginning and 
feel it at the end. And then well, ex machina tells you every day that it's a new day. Monday, right. Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. They pretty much tell you very, very much you're kept the calendar keeps on going. And they also have very specific moment when the helicopter is going to pick him up. Remember, so, it's, it's very, uh, very exacting. This is one of the places where I get, I get, I get tripped up thinking only of the OS because yeah, well, it's, it's primarily related to the OS. I mean, it really is. So uh, if you think the of OS the, is so quiet in this, you know, it's like 90% the relationship between the two guys, especially right. towards the end. Okay. But okay. Even if it's got the six weeks, what is, what are, what's the, um, the intern there for? And why does the professor need him there? There's a paper and there's some notes that need to be read and some stuff that needs to be transcribed. And, you know, but it's really, it really is, seems to be much more about the family and the relationship. It does dominate it. Absolutely. Yeah. But even if you look at it as the family and ignore what I just said and look at it as, as the two guys, they still, you know, there's a limited number of people in this that in this world that they're in, and Elio is trying to find his way through it um, to sort of uh, grow up or to find himself. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, he's he he tries also he you know he tries all sorts of different ways, but it's definitely just seems to be that you know the it is a I'd say it is a very weak limit because oh no reason I'll tell you why because when it ends it kind of ends abruptly. Yeah, you know when when he's like saying goodbye on the train, it's like, wow. Uh, yeah, it's over, but I sure didn't see the countdown. <laughs> Wait, even the suddenly he's on the trip and his last three days was sudden. Yeah. Like, was yeah. Two sudden endings. Right, right. So that's that's why I think that it's probably underplayed. Even though it was established, it was still, you know, not really paid attention to much. And it was given, not given much more than lip service. So I'd say it's kind of weak. But of the two, it definitely it it was said to be a time lock, but it didn't play like a time lock. It didn't. Well, I think you listed out some pretty clear options earlier for the acts, because there was, um, you know, kind of like what are all the different ways that uh, you know they could work out the the. I mean, I guess the relationship amongst the family while on the summer break. You know, because they're like, in a way, they're like, you know, do, do they keep it a secret or not? Right. And then at the end, when Oliver calls to announce that he's gotten engaged, that really is the end of the option of the affair. Is that, yeah, well, does that apply to that? You no, know, it had already, it had pretty much, the, the, the story was already over, not the relationship, but I mean, it really was, but, it, but. It was the whole point of having that last part was really just just to see where everything fell, because they didn't. By the time we're watching um, Oliver leave, and then uh, you have um, you know uh, Elio 
coming back and he has this scene with his father. So we, we really do address all of the through lines, but it doesn't tell you how it sort of settles out. It just says that it did. And that little epilogue really pretty much wrapped it up very nicely so that there wasn't any, I mean, so that you could answer, you know, is the outcome success or failure? Is the judgment good or bad? Very definitively as opposed to, well, it seems like, okay, you know, it right. doesn't look look like it, it but that, that extra amount did in fact just really clarify, just in case you didn't know. Um, I think, I mean, just as a storytelling thing, it felt much more realistic to think he, Elio needed several months to digest this emotion before he yeah. could process yeah. it. Right. Yeah, it was, yeah, it felt more, yeah, it, did, it felt more real because of it. Yeah, if we'd done it at the train station, it would have been like mad BS. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, there would have been no way to buy this sort of, um, you know, I feel like the last moment of, is, is Oliver gonna come back for him? Is that rom-com moment of like, is the, is the lover right. gonna come back and, and make it all work out, right? So it was nice to to have that feel realistic too, because normally it doesn't. True. In a rock bomb, right? Yeah. So did we decide it was an option lock? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it is an option lock. I think that's right. Now, yeah. what a, what about the outcome? It's also just tough. I don't know what the goal is, so I don't know what the option right. lock is for. So, I mean, I mean, I think it's for the identity. Uh, I mean, that's what the title seems to indicate. Well, that's a, the, definitely the call me by your name is is sort of the. Well, I guess this is this comes to the real question: is that yeah. is that what the is that the relationship through line, or is that the main is that the overall story through line? Um, well, we have all the these, other, huh? I think that's the relationship. I mean, it, it's clearly the relationship, but is the relationship, I mean, because I, I can't see the relationship anything being, if, if the relationship was the overall storyline, story I can't remember, imagine what the relationship through yeah. line would be. So it really does seem to be the relationship through line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's a, a lot of identity stuff going on though, because you can think about Marisa, the um, girlfriend, you know, she like, when she finally confronts um, Elio, she asks him like, am I, you know, uh, am I your girl? which seems like a really, like she seems very focused on whether or not, like what is her status with him? And I think you can trace that for all the characters in the overall story. Well, it also goes to where he is in his development where he can't speak about it. Yeah. <laughs> he can't talk. Right. So, you know, he just is, he's just quiet. You know, um, yeah. which is, I think, I think in that way, it's about both through lines though, because there's the relationship where they actually say those things to one another, but there's also the identity of like, who, who are we really like, and does sexuality really define us or not? How does it define us? So if we look at the story outcome, success or failure, what does it seem to be? And then we can try to figure out what the goal is from that or vice versa. Or if you want to hit, if you want to try to hit both outcome and judgment, that's fine too. I don't. I'm not I mean, the judgment seems a lot easier. 
Like, All right. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a good judgment because he um lets like releases his feelings and is you know um is able to move on. Yeah, his dad tells him what to do essentially, and then yeah. he does it, and I think it's totally a good ending. Yeah. And yeah. then does it become failure because he doesn't have the boyfriend and the relationship didn't work out? Or is it a no? Because I looked at his success in the beginning, but then I kept looking at other t- indications of like in this story, is it change, stop, failure kind of thing? And then I that pushed me towards failure, even though personally I felt the story judgment was or the story outcome was success because he was able to discover who he was. But but Remember, outcome is definitely not the main character. It's not asking about the main character. That's not mm. that's that's the overall story. So that that the judgment getting in the main character, you know, taking the main character is a big clue or a big part of it, it's fine. Judge uh, the outcome, no. It's a it's a non-emotional <laughs> objective. Yeah, that's true, Chris. The good ending really applies also to Marzia and to the father. Yeah, very clearly. It's, yeah. It's, it's a lot of this. I mean, she says, I forgive you. I'm, I'm okay. I like to like you. And the father is, you know, saying that, you know, he's, he's in a good place and he really, you know, he understands it and, and is really happy for his son. Um, and maybe it's more about the son father relationship because it just flashed on me because um with the phone call the guy got engaged but he was praising his good luck at his father i mean that seemed to be a, a powerful you know compared well, like, to his father that so, just flashed. So the question so the question is about the outcome well okay for, first and foremost just so, so, so before we move from judgment i just want to say that 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 uh the one argument for bad is that if judge, a good judgment means that most or all of the angst is taken care of, you're saying that that there's no longer an angst between Oliver and, and no. Helio. No, that is not. It is not about the relationship. Okay. It definitely is not about the relationship through life. Right, but there's because an that, angst that in the story. Probably can have a completely different, you know, dynamic. But we, but the story form that in this you know dramatic as it is now does not address that this is okay. really much more about that's why we so judgments it, about it, the it mc the main character but it's it's kind of main character overall story but definitely right. not the relationships through line all right and so are we saying then by saying that judgment is good that elio no longer feels angst about the original issue not about not not as a person that is angstless, but basically whatever it was that was creating such huge trouble for him, it has been you know that has been um, diffused. He is no longer nervous about showing his emotions. Yeah, resolved. It's it well resolved is a little too um, black and white. That's why I said, you know, diffused. It's it's neutralized, um, so that it's it's no longer. There's that's why I say it's no longer an issue. That's why it's good because it's an issue, and that's seen as being bad if it's still there. I mean, but I wanted to ask one general question in terms of the endings. 
at the end collectively, did you guys see it as a happy ending, a tragic ending, or a bittersweet ending? Happy. Bittersweet. Bittersweet. Yeah. Bittersweet. Well, it was happy in that Duck, no, he duck. found out how wonderful his father was. Right, but don't, we don't parse it anything smaller because okay. what you're doing, if you're by doing that, you're saying it's this, but then it's also that. Okay. That's that's a okay. bittersweet. Okay. I felt it was bittersweet also. Okay. But I then mean, there was a part of me that was like, oh, eventually this will be happy for him because this was just his first love. But of course, bittersweet sitting in the main character's position. But that's judgment. That right. is that's judgment. Good. Right, but the bittersweet, bittersweet, then to me, means that there's that outcome, judgment, outcome, and judgment are not in sync. In other words, it's neither a success good story nor a failure bad story. It's going to be either a success bad or failure good. But not to second guess everyone else, but I really think that bittersweet ending is oh, the, they aren't together. And that's not the OS. Oh, so we're not to focus on his. No, story. bittersweet and tragedy and 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 uh, and yeah. personal tragedy and 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 triumph are the combination of those two. Right. That's what he was asking about the combination yeah. of the two. It, it but I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to distinguish between personal tragedy and personal triumph. I was just trying to. I was blending those just to get a sense of. The, well, is it a happy ending or a fail, a tragic ending, or someone? Here's, here's my argument for a for a good out for a success outcome. Okay. Um, okay. They clearly enjoyed having Oliver as their intern. Yes. He continued to work with him through the end, and they're having another intern come the following summer. And okay. if they if to me that is. The internship was a success for the professor. So if you add, a, if you sprinkle in a bit of main character ending into that, what would you call the feeling? I Happy. I think the dad's happy with how things turned main out. Character. And I think the main character judgment mm -hmm. is he successfully navigated his first love. Okay. Yeah. And, it, and then I'd just like to add too, it's like they're almost like a, a modern family at that point where they're like a chosen family, right. which seems like a successful thing. You know what I mean? It's like as if Oliver feels like he's part of the family. Yeah. He even says so, which is part of the identity. Well, I think it does seem that, I mean, to me, of the two, the outcome of success seems clearer than the judgment of good. I mean, I like to feel, I like to think of it as good, but um, I thought it was pretty ambiguous. <laughs> the ending of the, the, the outcome? The judgment. judgment. You thought it was ambiguous. Huh? I yeah. I think it's ambiguous. Well, because I, I you know, it starts off, he hears, he hears it, he's clearly upset by it. Um, and then he sort of sits there staring at the, at the fire and it looks like he's smiling then it looks like he's not smiling and then then it's really hard to read where he ends up where he ends up i just watched this yes <laughs> i think he's smiling and i was actually thinking that what's happened is that the director was watching and said the, and 
and was and was ready to point yeah. at the mom the moment he saw um, the smile. And because he smiles and it's like the mom kind of comes on screen and says whatever she's, I don't remember what she says. She doesn't say anything at that point. She's yeah. in the background just putting dishes on. No, no, no. I'm talking like about that. specifically that when she says something, Nick. Right. If, if someone else is setting the table, I think. Mandala or whatever. Mandala. Yeah. Mafalda. Um, Mafalda. And Mafalda. then the mom comes on and says something. Right after he smiles. I mean, I think this is as good as you're going to get for this kind of character. I mean, like, he's, he's always going to be full of emotion. All right, so let's, let's go with the happy ending, and then we can tweak it if we need to. Yeah. All right, so now let us move into the, um, the theme browser. Are we skipping problem solving style? Pardon? Are we skipping problem solving style on purpose? Y yes, we are. Okay. Okay. Oh. Why? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to jump into it, great. Yeah. Um, I found him totally linear. And I found um, Oliver. I found Oliver. I found his, I found Oliver effect on him to be a disarming imbalance you know he never knew where he was he never knew what the guy was feeling he was so like oh god i just if i could if he could just sort of find his place everything would settle out but when it was his problems it was i'm gonna get marcia and take her skinny dipping i'm gonna go put pants i'm gonna put his pants on my head and have a little erotic moment i'm gonna i found him extremely mm -hmm. Everybody else okay with that? Yeah, yeah. I'm realistic. Um, and, and the reason I say that is because uh, his frustration was with Oliver um, and with Oliver being a traitor. And so what does he do? He doesn't, he, he goes out and, and, and has sex with Marsha. Yeah. All right. Um, when he is, uh, um, when he's trying to influence Oliver, um he he doesn't he doesn't put his hand on oliver's crotch to to in in order to say let's have sex he puts his hand on his crotch to indirectly go towards am i offending you is this is this really offensive um so it, it, it's not in order to achieve get from a to b um when he writes the note, I I would I would, I would you know really, I'm going to agree really with that. that one. <laughs> I'm going to switch to holistic. Yeah, I mean that that particular move that is not a holistic move. <laughs> that is very uh, yeah. It's like I'm horny here. Let me grab your sex organ. That's that's pretty linear. You know that that that's about as direct as you can get. <laughs> With a with the purpose of a cause and effect, um, and the yeah. same with the letter. The letter was, I you know, I want this to happen. I, everything I've been doing isn't working, so I'm just going to be direct. Here it is, and hopefully, I'll get the result I want. 
Yeah, except that his 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 language in the letter goes from direct and explicit to being very very indirect. Yeah, but I think that's that's the the point of the the letter itself is the cause effect tool. Yeah, but the language, you know, the language is because he's he's messed up. He doesn't know how to how to deal with his sexuality and his attraction to Oliver and expressing himself. So he's just like, just like with his, um, Oliver says, oh, I like you the way you played that. Can you play that music the same way? And he, then he, rather than doing that, he tries playing it all these other ways because he's, oh, he's okay. you know, sort of testing Oliver to, to see how far he can push it and still Oliver will hang in. Right, so what's, what's the direct, what's, what, what was he trying to achieve by that? What was the, in order to, that he was trying to achieve by playing the music differently? Well, I think that one was, he was, he was trying to see where the edges were because he, he couldn't, he, he was trying to find out what the limits were. It's a, this is a, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I see that as very nebulous of A in order to get to B where B is a goal. Have you ever said it's in a child try to push the parents' limits just to find yeah. out? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, because they're trying to find out what, what I can get away with. And, you know, because this, remember, he, this is when he's really frustrated. That was a period where he's very frustrated with um, Oliver because Oliver's not be, not responding in a cause, to cause and effect. Oliver is responding in a, you know, in this different manner and he can't seem to get a cause and effect response from him, which is what he's trying to, to generate. It's just not happening that way. I mean, anyway, that, this, is one of, this is one of the reasons why I left it unselected because I, okay. there, I figured it was going to be something that might be a lot of Got discussion. <laughs> and rather than having it a limiting factor, I thought it, we might, well, my All right. find it out. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. That's why I didn't answer it. <laughs> Eva's answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. we we have Elio as a doer. So that means he's going to be in either in situation or activity. Um, any thoughts as to where he is, or where the overall story is, or where the four domains are? And please. Please give examples of why you think that's the case. Julie, can, can you speak up? Pardon? I was seeing if Julie could speak up. She had, she, um, had a pretty good argument. Well, I only have for the OS. Yeah. Sure. Um, I actually I didn't say anything because I couldn't remember my reasoning. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I had thought the OS was in manipulation uh, initially, but I can't remember why. So. I. I think he's. I, I can't really nail down his situation, but I'm going to go with he's, his situation might be that he is 
in the same house with the guy he's crushing on. Does that make sense? Um, no, that's not specific to him. Yeah, and he can change that. Well, well, but that's not something if you picked that up and moved him into a different story, that would not go with him. So the other one is that I'm also like thinking of is that he's he's in this sense of like his moment of sexual awakening, but that also seems very tough. Well, that's tough, but that's absolute that's something that's unique to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, here's the thing, and it also works. It has for me to run itself to an activity, run amok. Um, but that's my opinion. <laughs> what was that, Nick? His sexual awakening is an activity, run amok. Uh, I think a he's process struggling. that needs to be brought under control. Huh. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. Yeah. See, it's interesting. Okay. I mean, I, I think it's more like he's, uh, um, at first I thought um, actually Oliver was in this situation because he's the, he's the intern that's not, not open about his sexuality. But I think that Oliver's more like pushing on his, his, um, all of, all of his like desires and feelings and stuff um, instead. And it seems like this the repressed feelings whether they're sexual or otherwise is creating quite a situation for the the and it's blocking his development you know like it's oh uh okay i i'm sort of change i if i just thought about it as about a kid who's afraid to act on how he feels like that just puts him right into pre-conscious you know well, yeah or 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 like right into subconscious like he has all these feelings and doesn't know what to do with them sure but yeah, that, 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 makes of, a, that makes him a beer not a doer beer yeah yeah which i i mean i i don't know like the arguments are kind of tough for that but like i mean that it's it feels like it fits a lot better but I mean, we've had other kind of active beers, right? Where like, um, like the accountant. Uh-huh. Well, the overall story was uh, action driven. That's why. Yeah. Well, when I had first mapped this out, I had placed the main character in psychology under um, not thinking of the whole doer situation, even though I wrote him down as a doer, because uh, what was that? Pursuit of void, where is that? Commitment, changing one's nature. And then uh, relationship and the activity of obtaining so forth. But I don't know how to... Sh- put him in beer and then put him up top. I mean, do her and then put him on the situation or activity problem. Right. You know, isn't there a relationship about like this, this um, relation, this uh, short term relationship that's going to end in loss? 
like kind of, and they just sort of have to in, enjoy it while it lasts. Because I feel like that sounds like a like a unobtaining to me. Did like you put relationship and activity? Yeah, and then the overall story would be like becoming like kind of like they're becoming the the. Uh, how do, how do the yeah, yeah, father fit into that? How does the girlfriend fit into that? I feel like their their relationship is so much more yeah. about just being and acting yeah. out desire and. I yeah. put yeah the girl in subconscious with him like even when the girl tells him to turn around um, like he just you know pretty much just does it right. All right, uh, he's um, a nice kid. Like as if he's changing, as if he's changing. Yeah, he's just he's, as if he's changing himself, right? Like okay, whatever you say, you need to do. Hmm. What domain are you guys placing them at for that? Pardon? What domain are you in when you when you just talked about that relationship? That was fixed attitude. Uh, oh, the relationship? Yeah. Uh, me? me and Jill? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that is psychology, being, desire. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, the thing that, like, holistically, I tried to think about the movie, and, and I just sort of felt like it was a test-trust thing. And I don't know. I haven't really thought about that very hard but that's the thing that kind of jumped out to me it's actually especially with that piano scene it felt like i'm testing you so i mean i think i had a similar inclination just pick different elements which so like i was thinking more like uh like a temptation um conscience like between you know because he's there's a lot of temptation i think right and then you have the controlled uncontrolled in one of the quads down there for that too which might be what you're talking about. Um, well, let's get the domains before we start getting down to the elements. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. So, again, what we're trying to do is where where does the conflict come from? So that's where you. So where do we see conflict in the overall story? Where do we see conflict in Elio and in the in the influence character in the relationship? Where where does the not you know, not where everything's just great, but where is there conflict? The conflict in the overall story was almost like political discussions of who's running Italy, right? Isn't it like the identity of Italy? I feel like all of that is that's where you get in your theme. Yeah, yeah. What, what, yeah. You know, what's Italy going to become? Sure, that makes sense to me. Yeah. What's gonna What's gonna become of the uh, research that the dad's doing uh, as as they do it together? Yeah, that seems. But you know, the title of the film is again about identity, right? So I mean, either either you put the relationship down there, I think, or you put the OS down there. Down there. Down down there in psych psychology, like for if we're picking the domain. Could the OS go in a future with delay and choice? Pursuit, avoid, support, support, oppose. I think the only person with conflict in the future that where it's mentioned really is is um, Oliver with around like you know, what is he going to do after this internship's over and who's he going to be with? 
And then do we have a concern with the girl uh, that Alio hooks up with her future? I mean, does she talk about the future at all? Like, no. I don't really know. No, well, she does talk about she's afraid she's going to get hurt. That's a concern about yeah. the future. But she's I think afraid she's, she is going to get hurt by Elio. I mean, just at least in my, I don't know, like, I feel like she's maybe speaking and speaking toward the near future because she's talking about, like, you know, she's already going to, she already can sense she's hurting, right? I feel like if somebody's bringing up that they're hurting, it's it, they're going, feel like they're going to get hurt. It's like they already, they already are being hurt in some way. Since he has his father's permission, does that, I mean, at the end, I mean, it becomes manifest. Is that, you know, conceiving an idea, permission, would that be an important thing as a clue to the main character? Um, or I way off. Well, I'm not sure about that. Um, okay. I mean, I mean, the main character has repressed desires, right? So do, do you put that? I mean, where does that fit? Well, most closely, that would be an innermost desire. Is that being subconscious? I mean, most, most closely. Um, it seems like that's the easiest get of this whole thing. That's what he, I think that's what he changes into, is someone who's able to access yeah. those feelings. Yeah, and that works, right? Because then it's what's what's Elio's future going to be? It's just not said, it's just not stated that way, right? So Yeah, well, I'd be real careful about just choosing something that's completely not there, that's so key to the, um, the story. <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like Elio's thing is either, what am I going to do with the summer, right? Which is very present, mm -hmm. or it's, I have a sexual awakening, which is, like situation of progress, right? Or I guess it could also be like learning. He's having an experience. This this summer yeah, I mean, is the experience of of a sexual awakening. Yeah, just that. Then where's all the role playing? You know, like in the in the OS. Would the overall story OS work? Is role playing in the prime? Everybody's I mean, working. Playing play role. No, he was actually talking about um, the present and learning. Oh, I'm sorry. I just pet the viewing. I'm sorry. So, would you, so you're saying that like it would be like conceiving, conceiving an idea would be the the OS. Uh, like like everyone can learn to. Well, I'm really talking about him. Right now, he's a doer. I'm trying to sort of nail down yeah. what he's what he's doing. Um, is he helping them work? Is he helping them with the that internship that is, works? That's an OS thing, Prish. So it would be more yeah, like yeah. it would be more like the fact is that he's gay. Um, there's a threat. He feels some sort of threat of coming out as gay. There's a fantasy of of being with this guy. Or it's like, I'm attracted to this guy and I don't know what to do about it, but I know that I can have sex with Marzia and that's work and attempt. Yeah, I, I, yeah but I'm, I'm thinking that like, we're like, yes, he, he has gay sex in the film and there's 
you know, part of him that's that's gay, but he's also there's part of him that, you know, engages in other activities too, right? So it's like this kid seems to be really having an identity crisis. What what activities does he go and in, get involved in that are problematic? No, I'm not saying I, I don't mean to make an argument for activity. I'm trying to say that it's like I agree with what you're saying. It's just that um, to label him as as gay, I feel like is not what this film is trying to do. It's trying to say that like I, I'm not trying to label him as gay. I don't think that's what he was saying. He wasn't trying to say that he was labeling him as gay. He was just he he is a gay romance in this. He right. has sex with a woman, but that's clearly seemed to be more out of um, biological need and perhaps as a way to sort of get back at at uh at uh his oliver hopeful he, paramour yeah he, he's learning desire, um, he's learning as well right and i think that's mike's point well but doesn't he doesn't he have a problem of the act of having gay sex in the beginning like it's not about sex in the beginning but it's about being in touch with those emotions so is that an activity in a different no. way? I don't think it is, but their yeah. relationship sort of seems to be a lot of activity stuff, like riding bikes together and going swimming together. And mm-hmm. they, don't have, they don't have problems riding bikes together. They don't right. have problems swimming together. Right. Well, they, I mean, it, it's like a romantic comedy in that way, right? Like, I mean, hilarious what do you mean well there is a if if the girl knew about the knew about his romance with uh, oliver you know there would be more conflict there is some kind of thing there where he's lucky that you know those kind of stayed separate to a certain degree yeah she she actually uh, when she confronts him he's like oh i was really busy i had all these things i had to do it, I mean, there's conflict from that. Right. Uh, hey, Jim, did you have any thoughts? Yeah, I was going to say, because Mike was saying how um, the relationship doesn't have problems in activities. And I would say that their relationship grows through the activities, like what Brian was saying about the bike riding and all the stuff that they're doing together. That that's how the relationship actually grows is by virtue of the stuff that they're doing together. Um, and I, I actually think, you know, like Brian said, a bunch of stuff about identity, especially how that ties in with Italy and all that stuff. That, but I do think there's a the significant part of the film is for him to get the idea that not only is he gay, but that it's okay, right? That's, that makes sense. Yeah. He's fighting against it the whole time. So I think that's the success is the conceiving success when it's like the dad's like, hey, you know, it's cool. And so it's like the suppression stuff is him like, no, there's no way I can't be this. I can't be this. And if you want to, I mean, to me, the attraction, all the stuff that Mike was saying about attraction and doing all that stuff, I think fits perfectly for him in present because um, he's a boy, but for some reason he's attracted to another boy. And I think that's a really important part of it, especially when you consider yeah. who the writer is. 
and the kind of and he has said it's a very personal film and i think that is an essential part of the, the whole story that it's like I, I can't be attracted but then all the stuff that he's doing it's like he can't uh he can't deny it and then at the end he comes to a place where he's like oh maybe you know like he gets i think that speech at the end with the dad is like one of the most beautiful things ever and i think that's yeah. full like a conceiving like hey <laughs> this is yeah yeah do you get it now and, and he's like and then and I, I love the fact that you can't really tell the judgment at the end that it's like it, it could be good it could be bad like there's like a I personally think it's more on the good side, but. Um, so are you seeing his dad as sort of inducing what his son's relationship was with this guy because of his own past? Oh yeah. I mean, he's like, it's fully like he recognizes it. He's clearly somebody who's had it repressed the entire time. Oh yeah. He's never felt like it's okay to, to come out. And so, no, yeah, yeah, and, and I, that's the clearest thing so, in the movie. Uh, and I, I, I don't think that the dad induced it. Um, I think that the dad made clear he was not opposed to it, and I think there's a difference in that. Yeah, I don't it's know, not like he was selling his son. I, I just know, no, 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 Oh, I mean, you're using induced like the like induction, right? Is that? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, using, so, yeah, not like. That's what I thought, Mike. Man, I, I didn't think he was talking about manipulating him into doing that. No, no, no. I was just <laughs> it, using. It's just, like a, <laughs> it's just like a slight projection because, like, the dad clearly didn't get to. Yeah. Oh, fully. Yes. Yeah. I buy that. The only yeah, thing I don't like is that, so so, I would prefer in the RS that if you're going to say they grew through the activities, we still need them to be, they have to grow through problematic activities. They, yeah. they, they, that's, the, that's the essence of, of having a domain and, and having four perspectives is each of these has to have problems coming out of it well sure you have misunderstandings and you know um and what someone doing something that the other one doesn't like or um you know certainly do have uh with obtaining you know having really difficult times sort of getting together or get or or being brought together, brought together or, or loss. I mean, so yeah, just don't think of it. The one thing is, is you have to think of it more cyclical. So through all of those things, not a particular one. And right. that way you can find, um, you know, examples of what's going, you know, what's troublesome that you see that in the plot elements of it more than you see. And, and I, I would see it more inequitable as more as problematic. Like, yeah, okay. Yes. I have a question. When when it's convenient, I have a question. What's that? Um, okay. Would would the overall story work with situation in that uh, universe in that they are working on that book, the writing and the documentation? It, it could, except there's really no trouble with that. 
I mean, there's no there's no, there's no conflict that grows out of them being in, in a you know in Italy for a particular at a particular place or time, and so. But it, aren't they solving some? I mean, weren't there some kind of problems in that he needed an intern? I mean, this is low key. This no, I don't think I don't think that's what they're oh. really trying to solve. I think that the okay. I think that you know that's sort of a mechanism of how do we get this person a rationale for having this person introduced into the family unit. Um, so okay. it's it's not situational. In fact, you know they they go away and and back and forth. So they're not stuck there. Um, that would be if they can't get rid of this guy. That would be more situational. But you do see. I mean, so we're talking at least from what I I'm hearing here. We're talking at the overall the main characters in situation, the influence characters in fixed attitude, the relationship is an activity, and the overall story is a manipulation. And if you look at the first scene where you have Oliver come into the family, and the fa the father, the um, the architect, uh, archaeologist, basically talks about the uh, the origin of the word apricot, and it's yeah. a test. Remember, yeah. he he goes and he says, yeah. "This is where the word comes yeah. from. It's based on an Arab word." All whatever, apricot, and like all words. And he goes, "Well, I have to disagree with you. It's actually." based on earlier than that and, and goes forward and goes, oh, you passed the test, you know? <laughs> Flying colors, I guess is what he says. <laughs> I mean, right, off, right off the bat, they're, you know, manipulating, you know, testing and manipulating him. And, and that's kind of how this family rolls. Um, so it's, yeah. it definitely is not just the, just, you know, Oliver or any, any one of the characters, they all seem to be doing these kinds of, of you know manipulation and trying to get people to behave a certain way with you know as you were saying through inducement or whatnot you know by by through trick trickery or through whatever but I think that that worked you know that that hat comes on really early and you know certainly Oliver plays is, is a manipulator I mean even when he's he's he sort of wears different hats depending on who he's with. If he's with a woman, he's, you know, you know, likes women. If he's with the guys in the bar, he likes playing yeah. poker. Yeah. He, you know, yeah. he just really adapts yeah. to whatever. Great homonym. And that creates <laughs> conflict, certainly, for the main character because he wants him to be with him, but he, he can't really understand how. Oliver can just sort of be this way, and and when he yeah. you know, when he is with that way to other people, he it really makes him feel um, anxious and insecure. So is that more or less what you were saying in terms of the four domains? So let's let's yeah. go with that because right, I I think that that's the main character. The thing you just said to Chris, I felt like was really good for like expediency versus need. It's like he really need needs to have his uh, um, sorry, you know, he, his needs need to get met either his, quickly or his being uh, the, the protagonist, the uh, um, what do you call Elio in the overall story? 
Is this the sun? Yeah, the sun. The sun really like needs to get his his needs met, and we have kind of the moment of the permit. Like all those seem really to fit really well, like what Jim was saying, because there's the getting the permission from the dad almost to and the mom. Like he gets permission from them separately. And I could just see all four of those pretty well there. Sure, and and with Elio, I mean the attraction repulsion certainly the you know work attempt okay you know he's doing his his you know rewriting all the different uh or transcribing all of the different versions of the music well um, and he's having trouble staying present with oliver around right yeah yeah i mean he just has a hard time just sort of existing in the now um it makes it's just very uncomfortable mm -hmm. he's um, and then with, uh, with, um, the relationship, you know, being learning, uh, and, you know, this is kind of like, well, but learning it's here are these two guys who are sort of learning how to have a relationship with another guy that they're, they both seem well certainly elio is completely novice to it and we're not really sure whether or not this is something that oliver has um, done but he certainly seems to have had plenty of relationships um but maybe he's not had any really it didn't doesn't seem like oliver's had any relationships that have been as uh intimate deep you know, yeah. as, as involved. So um, I think that's where you get, you know, you've got, you see Oliver is there in, in contemplation. So he's, you know, he's just, con he's a, he thinks about everything. Um, and mm -hmm. sort of the talker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's getting Elio to think about it constantly too. Yeah, yeah. Well, he certainly does become the fixation of Elio's thoughts. Um, and, and I thought uh, what Jim was saying about the conceiving an idea is, a, you know, essentially, I think, you know, that's true of all of them, you know, of, of getting the idea that it's okay to be gay, that, that it's a, you know, the mom going, you know, she's trying to sort of, and this is actually something I think, Jill, you brought up, or was it you know, about you know, trying to figure out the idea of what, what were they saying? Or maybe that's Prish. You know, were they there about the men's movie? Yeah, or, the men were talking about, you know, the, the whole thing. Right. And now she just wants to know what they're talking about, you know. Yeah. The, yeah. The and she's over there in the garden wanting to be part of the conversation. Oh, you know, what, what's this that, you know, she's ready to join in and they immediately tell her well, it's the, about something completely unrelated to what they were talking about. So it's still, you know, getting trying people just being withholding it, you know, not trying to keep them from other people from getting an idea of what they're talking about or thinking of. So it's sort of all those different flavors of it. Um, and I think also you get the discussions with the, you know, the, the artists, uh, the, the, the artists or the, you know, all the other peripheral characters where they're, you know, sort of, you know, trying to, you know, arguing about sort of the idea of about what is this really about type of a question, you know, Brunoel, 
and uh, and you know, doesn't matter what so subject it is, they all seem to be like, you know, what's this? What what is the point of this? You know, the Phantom of Liberty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see that the the, the uh, archaeologist and his wife just going like, what? I mean, oh well, don't matter, you know. And everybody else not really following or getting the idea of what the uh, the guests are talking about. Um, and the the topic of conversation uh, between the the three the three men while the mother is off to the side is about um, Oliver trying to you know say that he could have had um, Marisa uh, you know by having sex with her the previous night and so in a way the father was just kind of keeping the mother out of that conversation right right so she didn't get yeah to, like, but he was he was also telling them well he wasn't saying don't do it he was like well, you got to do it sometime or something you know or you've got a you know you know why not type thing i mean it was like the three of them you know yeah so. well, they did not want the they didn't want the wife to get an idea yeah so when she wanted to jump them. into that all of a sudden you yeah. know she was told it was about something completely different now that that jumped out at me i go aha this is a moment <laughs> okay so now we're down to the, we've got the concerns and let's, do we want to go down the main character or the overall story in terms of uh, looking at the elements? Anybody have a preference? Probably main character just because it's a stronger part of the story. Okay. All right. So we have our main character um, and we were, we've got, um, so under work, we have certainty, potentiality, deduction, induction. Under attraction, we have proaction, reaction, acceptance, non-acceptance. Under repulsion, we have probability, possibility, reduction, production. And under attempt, inaction, proaction, evaluation, reevaluation. Do any of those seem stronger than the others? <laughs> uh, of course, we're here. <laughs> It's the it's the um, this quadrant's equivalent of accurate non accurate. Uh, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be probable. Would it be probability because? Would what be the pro probability? Well, probability would be something just because <laughs> many things were probable. You know, that he could had options to do different things. So that jumps out at me. Probability. Okay, so I guess the question is that would be that would put it under repulsion. So um, would that that would be the you know when the primary focus of the main character is being well, isn't he repulsed by his own awakening? Well, yeah. Well, don't ask me. You need okay. Sorry. It may, you're the one who chose probability. So okay. does repulsion fit into? You, how you see your main character, the main character, um, explored in this film, or you know, or is it one of the other three? That's that's why I'm, but that's when you make that choice, it comes with the item above it, the the uh, variation above it. Well, I see that as his struggle of repulsion. Yeah, I mean. 
who, who, he's not comfortable with it. But he's not comfortable with his attraction. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, just his new way of being a human being. Right. But everybody, isn't the problem that so many people, he's not only attracted to others, but also a lot of other people are attracted to him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that seems to be far more troublesome for him because, I mean. He repulses, the, I mean. Even Sonny and Cher like him, for God's sake. <laughs> of course they like him. Even the shirt went away. Yeah, I don't him. think repulsive. He's not being repulsed or or is be, is repulsive. His definitely attraction seems to be causing him a lot of. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, the thing I'm trying to figure out is is in the beginning when he pulls away from the the first massage attempt. It's like uh-huh. that's his reaction. Right. Right. Yeah. So the way he deals with that is by proactively sending the notes. Right. And proactively saying, hey, I'm attracted to you. At the World War One thing, because it's really all about what he can accept and not accept about himself. So I think your idea of repulsion, Prish, is right. I would just put it into do I accept it or I don't accept it. And that's the struggle. Which is yeah, I mean, I just know it's like a bell. Gong, 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 gong. <laughs> okay. Except, uh, so the thing is, though, is that when you see him, and I, I see a lot more of these examples where when someone accepts what he does, his immediate thing to do is to not accept it. That's like the playing the piano. Right. He says, oh, I like that. You know, that's 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 really nice. So it's like he does everything except it. (laughs) It's just like his natural reaction is to to um, do something that's not acceptable. Um, You know, it was when his father accepted who his nature at the end and he ah, has his way. He didn't. Right, but okay. that's at the end. He's already that's after he's changed. Oh, okay. So, so you have Got to it. Take the end away because that's his he's a change character. So he's gonna learn be something. I've learned something. Take right. it away. So, okay. So the you know, the question is, I mean, it seems like to me that if of these four, acceptance and non-acceptance seem to be more symptom and response than problem and solution. That jive with everybody else yes because mike you were saying the problem of reaction right right i think that's what that's what he's not thinking about but that's what he's responding to isn't his his issue with his emotions more that like he's accepted the status quo so because i mean the way we have this you're gonna have a start story so you have if you have reaction is the symptom then uh or reaction Reaction right, and I think he's. I think the symptom, or... what he thinks is troublesome, is when he just accepts, or yeah, accepts things, and that's why he's yeah. always doing. He's always contrary. Yep. Right. So it's yeah. a problem of acceptance then. The yeah. symptom is yeah. acceptance. Mm. So if the symptoms, the difference being, he can't see the problem. 
So the apparent problem is acceptance. So if I'm accepted for what I'm doing or it's acceptable, then I, I'm going to reject that and do something that's not acceptable. It's like reverse psychology, right? Well, it's, like, it's yeah, it's the it's the yeah. you know um, support oppose uh, dynamic. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you just support me, well, I'm going to go against that. I'm going to you know because yeah. you're, not because that's actually the problem, but because what's ever underneath it is the thing that's you can't you can't um, uh, accept. You know, that's not good. So yeah. really, it's reaction to being shown attraction or attract, you know, the attraction, there's his reaction to attraction is to see that the acceptance that it gives is wrong. And the response is to be, do, do something, uh, he's, he's a doer. So do something yeah. uh, unacceptable. Does like, that mean the impact character would be repulsion? No, no, no. The impact okay. is in a different domain. Now the, 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 the main character is going to be looking at the balance between attraction and repulsion. So the propulsion is really a great, a big part of what he sees is there's that dynamic, yeah, but it's, but that's at sort of a theme level. And at the element level, the character level, we're going to see acceptance, uh, you know, reaction being the problem and the ultimately he'll be pr more proactive. And as he becomes more proactive, like I think you see that in him asking about the wedding. Okay. So you're getting married. Yeah. You know, that, you know, that wasn't being non-acceptance. See, that's him going right forward and saying, okay, he's, he's hitting it straight on. And he doesn't like the answer, but it's something he can deal with. It's something he can process because he's not, He's because he's dealing with the real the real issues now, not not the symptom and response. Yeah. That sound yay nay? Yay. Yeah, this sounds good. Jim, is that a sort of in line where you were thinking? Oh, you're on mute, Jim. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I had it flipped, so I thought his non-acceptance, the repression, all that stuff is where he's coming from. And as you mean as a problem? Yeah, like that would be his oh. problem. And then he finds balance at the end through some or acceptance. or acceptance of it. So like kind of allowing those feelings to flow through at the end, you know, like that last shot and stuff. And the proaction, the reaction would be something like, there's like two sides. It could be, I really want to do this stuff, but I can't initiate it. Or people are initiating things on me that I don't like. So I'm going to be reactionary about it. Like go sleep with the girl and that kind of stuff. And then I think the balance of it is at the end is to find a way to kind of balance out that repressive atmosphere with acceptance. And I, I think that is tied in with the dad because the dad kind of like gifts it to him like, oh, okay, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing I was sort of leaning towards earlier is that it feels like the end is the dad accepting, telling him to accept who he is and the dad's accepting him for who he is. Yeah, that does, that does, that does feel a lot 
stronger in terms of um, how it all ties up and how it ties to the overall story. Yeah, it's like permission, right? That gives them permission. Let's see. So if we say this is the solution, acceptance as the main character solution, um, then we look at our overall story. Wow. Uh, permission, uh, the, the problem is uh, not acceptance, acceptance, and then the um, symptom is certainty and the response is potentiality. Okay. Um, And the, the dad certainly feels very certain. But that says a, a some determination that something's absolutely true is being a problem. I mean, it's being seeing seeing being an apparent problem. Yeah. Well, when the girl thinks he's she's his alios girl, then that certainty is a problem. Oh, okay. Right. I don't think that she does think that she is. Oh, absolutely she does. No, no. She says, she says she says to him at the start, you're secretive and you're keeping secrets. Um, and and she's hoping that he says yes. She's yeah, not but, uh, certain. Yeah, she's but certain. I mean, she, the tone of her voice says does not say, Elio, I'm your girl. It's Elio, am I your girl? No, she doesn't. She, if she was certain of it, she wouldn't even have to ask the question. I think she was certain of it three days earlier. Right. She was she certain, she was certain of it for three days, and then it went from certain to potential. As yeah. like, oh. He's potentially screwing me over here. Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't answer. <laughs> he just sort of, you know, just shakes his hands, and, you know, does a little... Eh. Shrug the shoulders. Shrug, yeah. Everything um, so I'm not lying directly. Right. <laughs> um, trying to think about with the parents. Well, I sure I, I I think you see this with the the friends, and you know, each one is very certain about how something is. And you know that that couple like wearing the shirt. Yeah, like wearing the shirt. Well, I think that the argument about the politics too, they're all certain about how the politics is going. Right, but right. they're all certain about different things. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And they and they the way they're gonna try to balance it out is like, well, maybe the American has something to say. And they're like, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's not stupid, but we're not gonna give him a word in edgewise. Right. Okay, so let's, let's look at let's look at where our um our story form is. Okay, so now of course we're down to uh two story forms remaining and the benchmark is the only one that's that's out of place. So if we have our uh, main character whose domain is situation, the benchmark is either going to be the past or how things are changing. It's got to be how things are changing, right? Right. Out of those two, it's got to be that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I would agree. Um, mm -hmm. But if we look at the overall story of manipulation, it's developing a plan or playing a role. Uh, I could see either one of those. Can we look at the other one? Um, the overall, the influence character, 
Memories or impulsive responses, I'd say. I would think impulsive responses. Impulsive responses. Impulsive responses is pretty clear. That's that thing you're talking about earlier, Mike, right? And then the relationship as understanding or doing, and I would also go with doing on that one. Yeah. Let's let's show things are changing. Yeah. And that makes them a linear thinker. And basically it's confirming all of the playing a role felt a little better than I think it also is forces a good judgment if you unclick that i think it'll stay okay yeah well we we, we'd already sort of kind of agreed with i'm uh, sorry i think i meant what no i did mean that but maybe i meant to check for success right because success is could go either way with 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 it It doesn't force it but chris felt like success was more obvious and we felt like good was more obvious so but if you unclick success and it's just an open thing then that you know, it's kind of like our, yeah, right. Our thing from last time too, right? Can, can so we do that, Chris, so we can see. If I un unselect success, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not one that's no unless let me un, let me do that and look at the signposts. Okay, so it does make a difference for the signposts and for the relationship and the relationship. Yeah we okay so if we choose uh where do we end up i mean it could be either of those at signpost four i know i think now that's that's let's do the other one Oh, they're like both? Landing, yeah, that makes some, some sense. No, that's still not. Where did you expect the slide bump slide? No, it's did actually, it's gonna, it doesn't matter. It's going to be. Uh, that's a bump right there. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah, a, it's a, it's a, it's a U, not a, not a, it's a bump, bump, bump. Um, so yeah, let me, I, I just set it back to success and see where we end up with the signposts. So doing, understanding, obtaining, so it's bump, 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 bump. Okay. Yeah, and then the, there's no SBS on the uh, manipulation part either, right? Because it's... Right. Wait, no, slide. Yeah, so this is a slide. Yeah, right, slide bump, this is slide, slide bump, slide. slide. Yeah. So it's so the overall that's story that's the slide, bump, slide. Yeah, so that works, right? And then yeah. it makes sense that the relationship is bump, 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 because that's where all the focus is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it feels very episodic. You know, you've got this section, yeah. and this section, and this section, and this section. Okay. Now, what if we go back to the linear holistic? Was that, is that forced here? Oh, um, the main character. Yeah, that's the one that's, right? yeah, that's the one yeah. that's implied. Yeah. It, um, that signpost for the main character is also slide, bump, slide, too. Oh, well, that works really well. Yeah, so it emphasizes yeah. that. Well, that's good. That means it's more in line with the way we felt it was. Um, if okay. you select the outcome, then then this, the linear holistic style gets unselected also. Right. Can, can we take a look at the problem solving style? Yeah. Because it's a little problematic picking the benchmarks in order to choose it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Well, we had already talked about it being linear. 
Well, uh, no, I know that you linear, but I mean, <clears throat> the, well, two things. One, it's James Ivory. So you can tell by the trailer, it's holistic. <laughs> yeah. um, secondly, the idea that the judgment doesn't, you know, like there was a really long discussion about whether or not it's good or bad and that sort of bittersweet won't have an effect on the story if you change it to good or bad. Like it's not gonna have any kind of effect whatsoever. And I feel like that's uh, more- I, I don't think he's a holistic thinker though. I mean, personality wise it is, right, Jim? Which is what you're basically saying. I mean, I, I just like, out of the, I mean, I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I, like that was one of the yeah. first things that I thought for sure was that it was a holistic film just from the entire experience. It did feel oddly holistic as I watched it. If I didn't think of examples, I had that like semi distance from it that I feel from holistic stories. But on the other hand, I really, really understood Elio and what he was trying to do, you know? Yeah, I, don't, I, I honestly don't think he's a holistic thinker. Yeah, I would, okay, well, I'll have to see it again and maybe come up with a bunch. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's that huge a difference between, because the unique abilities aren't changing, is that what's going on? Or right, but the, but the benchmarks that it has now with holistic, I don't think are very strong. Yeah, like the four ones. Uh, memory the for the influence yeah. character, I, I don't see that. Whereas pre-conscious, yeah. No, and I understand that, but um, not to say that every film is a perfect exploration of an entire story form. Well, of course, right. no, I, I understand that, but I, the I just see, a lot, I just see examples of, of those benchmarks that we had thought were the right ones, whereas I don't see any of the ones for this. Well, yeah. One thing, isn't his mind more childlike because he's more youthful and aren't they more linear just by the nature of, you know, simple thinking? Not sure. Anyway, just through the... I mean, you know, so, so their understanding makes sense though, because they're getting their lovers, you know, coming to understand one another. And the benchmark of uh, memories could be reputation. Yeah, but, but if you look at the benchmark of doing, I mean, uh -huh. yeah. you absolutely you just see them from basically doing very little and and little activity and it gets a little yeah. more and more until by the end, I mean, when they're running around kissing in the, in the streets and, you know, there's literally nothing more that they could be doing by the end of it. And you, that it really establishes exactly the degree to which their relationship is, has, has grown. Um, and I mean, so the, the whole scene of him on the bed with the underpants, that's a linear problem solving. No, that's. I think that has a lot more to do with um, with attraction, and and uh, it's not. That's not trying to solve a problem. No, no, and I, I get that's that. A, that's a whole sensual thing. That is not a. 
it's not a problem solving thing. No, no, and I, and I understand, but like a holistic, I don't think necessarily problem solves that they're like trying to balance things out and shifting the balance of things and reorganizing how things are. Related. But that's if see if if the if Oliver was around or Oliver was aware, that would sh shift the balance. This was just basically a discarded um, piece of material that had his smell. And that's was part of the, you know, the exploration, the, the sensual exploration of his growing um, adulthood, <laughs> uh, you know, so, I mean, I think one of the things about this is that I, I probably, because I lived through this, <laughs> I yeah. know exactly what this was about. <laughs> and, um, you know, that was something, cause I had a, I had a crush in college, freshman college. It was very similar. Um, and so when I, you know, the, the beats that are in this were, you know, very familiar. And I just, I really don't think I mean, I'm not speaking because I think of, I, I don't think I'm myself a, a holistic thinker, but I just I think the motivation for that particular scene was just more about being attracted and trying to, you know, in the sensual um, um, aspect of the physicality, you know, like the peach. You know, it's it was a it was a different kind of thing, but it was very similar to sort of what the peach was and and uh so i, I don't know yeah. okay at least at least for the at least for the 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 pants i'm pretty sure certain about that that's what that was about it was about yeah, the smell <laughs> no, we you know how we were talking about testing things out and just seeing what would happen and pushing boundaries or just seeing what people would do that to me feels like very holistic where they're like, okay, this is the, the current standard or the current status. What if I do this? And then it pushes it one way or pushes it another. And they're kind of trying to balance or, or, or imbalance the situation as they go. It felt like he was just doing that all the time. Well, I think, yeah, but I think you get that with the, the, um, you know, acceptance, non-acceptance, you know, proaction, reaction. Okay. You know, that's that's where it, it shows up. Yeah. Um, where it, you know, I don't think those are, that's inherently linear or holistic. Mm -hmm. I think with the linear or holistic, it's really trying to, um, find, trying to identify, well, for holistic, it's identifying imbalances um, and working to rebalance. Okay. That, that rebalance might be to make it more so or less so, depending on what the intent is, but it's about rebalancing, re, you know, re-jiggering connections, re- um, uh, I mean, rebalance is the best linear way of thinking about it. It's not accurate, but it's 
close mm -hmm. as we can get. Okay. <laughs> um, whereas, you know, the linearity, you know, linear thinking, you know, the other problem is, is he's, you've got this character, this kid who is really repressed. And so he doesn't know how to respond he doesn't want to he doesn't want to he's attracted but he doesn't know how to deal with it mm -hmm. he doesn't know how to deal when people are attracted to him or when he's attracted to other people you know you see that even with the with his girlfriend he just doesn't know how to handle it how to how to deal with it um and i think that's you know why it's so you know that that push between the, the repulsion and attraction they're just you know sort of two but the flip side he doesn't want to be repelled but he's also he does that himself you know he pushes people away etc it's that you know it's with all of these dynamic pairs but i definitely think he he it just seemed to be more of a linear thinker to me Okay. I could be projecting. Chris, have you changed the um, solution to what you were thinking too? Can we see what that would sure. change it at all? Yeah, of course. Right. Uh, that would be, I was thinking the problem was then, so the pro action is the one I said would be the solution. I don't think, I think the other way it works better. Um, issue attraction, reaction, pro action acceptance. A unique ability of repulsion, I that does not. Well, yeah, they kind of have that push me, pull me thing, though, right? Yeah, critical flaw of appraisal, how things are changing. And then their needs are an inhibitor in the eyes. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. and need, deduction, induction, expediency, strategy, playing a role. Uh, let me look at the other way it was again, just so I can see what. <laughs> so his, his deduction like would be him trying everything. Uh, so repulsion's the same. Appraisal is the critical flaw. That's a change. Okay. I'm glad I liked repulsion because <laughs> I wasn't dismissing it. Um, Again, proactive deduction induction. Is that right? Can you narrow down influence character here. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the symptom. I'm, I made it wrong. Wrong one. Uh, these. Oh, okay. Solution is acceptance. Okay. All right. That's that's better. Uh, yeah, that does seem like his unique ability, right? The attempting, like, to write the note five, you know, ten times or whatever. Yeah, he attempts to talk to him at the yeah. thing, yeah. grabs his crotch. I mean, yep. those are all attempts. And the, the critical flaw is the investigation. That's kind of funny. The influence the, character's that's the, that's critical the, uh, flaws work? That's the apricot. <laughs> it's actually called Euro, European peach. Or... Pardon me? Which one are you talking about? The investigation is critical flaw. <laughs> investigation is... <laughs> Uh, yeah, how does the, <laughs> the influence character critical 
critical flaws were. Uh, so, so, so he always leaves to go do work, and that's <laughs> makes <laughs> oh, seriously, yeah, yeah really, really good. This is, yeah, he does. He, possibly, he uses work as a way to avoid, avoid, uh, Elio. Yeah. yeah, and, and when he does that, it just uh, undermines his uh position. And, and it, his unique ability is doubt, like, oh, yeah, no, we shouldn't do that, right? Or, or, um, well, yeah, I think that's what helps him, you know, sort of string along. Yeah, it lands the guy, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, it's so I think Oliver's future is going to be loaded with lots of working. <laughs> that's great. Like, nice. The relationship inhibitor permission oh, is super good. Yeah, that's great. Because he doesn't get that sort of till like the end right and then it's like after, almost after the fact but it's all no it's even just the permission between the two of them like are we allowed to do this we're limited yeah. we're not supposed to yeah he's like just don't touch it right you know and then the pre the catalyst of preconditions is like uh the parents have, are now asleep and we can do this and we you know oh, we're precondition where are you at oh yeah yeah i see the dad allows yeah. them the dad the dad sort of sneaks it by the wife that he should send the, the two of them off together. Yeah. Um, yeah and I think, yeah. And, and then you have like the pre prerequisites on the, um, on the OS, which is, uh, um, you know, like the scholars um, and stuff too, right? Like, like what are the things that they have to, that he has to do before he gets the idea? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of how to talk about that correctly, but. Yeah. Okay. So that's as a parallel. Let's see, and, and and you know, in the main story, the issue is permission, which you know we knew about. That's plays very, very much into it. Yeah, that's interesting when you look at the the way that this story is structured. How much the dad is really encouraging the relationship. He's the one who you know brings them out on the trip together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously at the end, he's the one that encourages them to be, go off together alone. Even, even earlier when they're reading that story about the, should I talk yeah. or should I die? He says, you know, you can always talk to us, which seemed extremely premature to me, yeah. but clearly the dad was ahead of it. Oh yeah. He seemed to be, uh, he seemed to be, well, I mean, all you had to do is look at Elio. You <laughs> Right, <laughs> and and and, <laughs> and, and Oliver. Mom seemed uh, to be clueless, though. Mom had no idea. It was very funny, and she just seemed to be kind of clueless all along. Yeah, but look at who she married. She has to be clueless. Yeah, right. And all Oliver's dad was like almost the opposite on the permission scale, too. Right. Yeah. Right. I and almost wondered if if. Um, the father here had a dad like Oliver's dad. You know, I mean, it was just my mind started wondering oh, that. Probably, yeah, that's a good point. You know, what I thought was interesting is that, you know, what we heard from in the phone call is that, and I think this is obviously something Elio needed to hear, but um, how essentially Oliver is gonna be in a position like um, Elio's father without 
but but without with having given up that special relationship. So here's here's the thing too about doubt, maybe. And remember we said earlier about does did Oliver have experience? And I sort of went into this assuming he had because he was so much older. But after they first have sex, Oliver is very worried that he's pushed, he's disgusted Elio. Right? He says, like, you're gonna hold this against oh, yeah. me that we did this. Mm-hmm. Well, like socially, right? Though, because he's in a position where he could ruin his career. No, so I don't think that was about about concern about did I disgust you or stuff like that. That isn't like the worry about okay, are you going to be screwed up now if you decide to go with girls? Are you going to be screwed up for the rest of your life at being a husband because of this this event? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it, and, and of course, I think if nothing else. It probably spoke to what we finally do hear from Oliver, where he's now in a position where he's getting married, but he's had this relationship that he'll never forget. Yeah. <laughs> and it feels very. There's your memory. Huh? I just but, said, there's your memory. I don't see it on here, but it's like, that's like quite a memory to have, right? You know, but that's that was something he, and you can tell from his the way he said it that this is something he's going to not only never forget, but in, oh, in a small, some way regret that he had that he you know that it ended the way it did. And and to the what, extent what is, you want to say that this is a film about identity, then at the end it's confirmed that that their a large portion of them their identities were mixed. That 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 they took on each other's identity. Yeah, they took they on became identity. inseparable lovers in that sense. Yeah, well, they yeah they took their each other's name. Chris, do you mind clicking on the signpost too? I just wanted to see if the where memory is for the IC. That's no, the beginning. Okay. Oh, so the, his last signpost is really considering whether or not he wants to to like go against his scholarship um or sorry the influence character is has to like kind of choose uh, whether he's going to get married back home right or not um well it's interesting i don't think yeah that's that's information we get that's sort of outside of the story that's only in the it says like in the confirmation I don't we, because until that point there was no there was no talk of a yeah, yeah. it just tells so, us like like what he's thinking like he's thinking about all of these things while they're having their affair at the end so I just have a question for signpost four on the influence character would we see do we see signpost four, four in the trip to Bergamo where they're they're off on their own or is that really just the RS and and the influence character is really concluded even before that but isn't it just the i'm going to think about you forever and that phone call yeah i mean that's it's isn't all of those things and and yeah i think single all... lines act 4 for the ic huh and again nick single line one a single line act four. 
I'm going to think about you forever. That's the end of Act Four, beginning well, and even, end of Act Four. But even when they're, I mean, oh, yeah. they're together, you know, there's just sort of this sense of, you know, the kind of, um, kind of in, influence he's going to continue to have on on uh, Elio, you know, about. Um, I mean, I'd have to watch it again to be able to pull out specifics. I mean, that one line, maybe that is the, the punchline, so to speak, for the influence character. Yeah. But it certainly, it certainly close, it, you know, puts a nice little, that's why I was saying it, it, that, that epilogue kind of just nicely ties up each of the through lines. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, you know, where we didn't have it, it felt like it was over, but not satisfying. And then when you had that last bit after the time had gone by and we then get the resolution for all of the other threads, it, it does feel very nice and clean. Relationship story, they're gathering information at the end when he asks, so you're getting married. Yeah, gathering information or learning, you know, again, it's sort of the, I think part of the learning elements of it is also learning that relationships can't always, you can't always, they can't always go on. You know, they, and finding uh, out exactly what everybody's going to be doing. Um. I don't think that's so much it because about the relationship, it's about with the two of them. And, you know, I think that they both learn that they've had something special and, 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 yeah, and that, that, it, that when it ends, it's painful. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, we find out certainly about Elio about that when, when his conversation with his father, but we also then find out how it, the other half of it with uh, Oliver when we have hear the phone call. Okay, well, excellent guys. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com. <laughs>